Greetings, this is Ron Aguilera, and this is episode number 53 of the Pastor's Coach Podcast. I want to thank you for joining me again this week. Three weeks ago, in episode number 49, I talked about five things that pastors say are their greatest challenges, are their greatest cause for discouragement or frustration. Number one, criticism and conflict. Number two, stress. Number three, family problems. And today, we look at number four, time management, how to manage our time. So here we go. This one's pretty straightforward. There's a lot of literature in this area. And so for this podcast, I'm going to suggest just some tips that I have found helpful on how to manage our time, Pastor. And my hope is that a few of these might resonate with you, might uh, be helpful as you look to manage your time better. Ready? Here's number one. Who says you have to do that? See, time management begins with obligation elimination. Some of the stress that you feel comes from including items on your calendar that may not need to be there in the first place. You do not need to be all things to all people. In fact, it's better that you're not. Uh, most pastors are not professional counselors. Stop it. Refer. Not only will this protect you, but it will protect them as well. And if you're going to counsel, stick to spiritual counsel. Or other time wasters can be meetings. Ask yourself, does anything really hang in the balance for that meeting or task? Or what would happen if it just went away? As a pastor, most obligations are under your control. So be selective. It's okay to remove things that are not necessary or that are not working or that have been done since the beginning of time. You know, most of your leaders will actually appreciate it. Number two, first things first. This is an old Stephen Covey principle. By the way, it's biblical. The principle of first fruits applies to more than just money. What it means is that you need to do the most important things first, maybe early in the day. Uh, this often works best for most, but not all, right? The goal is to accomplish the most important tasks when you have your best focus, when you have your best energy. And added to this is do the most important tasks of the week on Monday or Tuesday. Uh, for most pastors, it's sermonic preparation, which is often, of course, your best economic driver. Beyond the economics connected to that, people expect a solid biblical message. Be a professional. Don't wait until Friday and wing it. First things first. Number three, it's okay to say no. It's okay to say not now. Every opportunity that comes your way is not your obligation. Try saying this. I don't have time to do a great job on that right now, but let me connect you with someone who might be able to help. Also, don't accept every invitation. Pastors love to uh, receive and take speaking engagements and invitations. You don't have to accept every invitation to speak or to be at an event. Uh, this is the beauty of keeping a calendar. You can say, hey, let me check my calendar. Oh, I'm sorry. I already have a commitment at that time. Number four, 
You don't have to be available 24 hours a day. This is a tough one for pastors. It surprises me. As I talk to pastors and coach pastors, uh, this is often uh, a difficult one to uh, implement. Uh, to realize, to embrace, that you don't have to be available all the time. Taking care of the congregation also includes taking care of yourself first, which means you can't be available to everyone all the time. That's Jesus's job. Block time in your calendar so that you can work on the things that you need to work on. It's okay to say, hey, I'm committed to that time. On top of that, block nights and even days or weeks uh, in your calendar for time off or time with family and just choose not to feel guilty about it. I know that's hard and I'm more on that in another podcast. Number five, part of uh, this calendar keeping is planning your week, right? Uh, I tend to spend 30 minutes or so at the beginning of each week planning my week, thinking about desired outcomes, what my most important topics or, or projects or people that I want to connect with are. Uh, inc I include in there time for exercise and time for children and spouse, but you have to be intentional about it. Number six, think outcomes, not tasks. Oftentimes we get bogged down in the task without thinking about the end result and what we want that outcome to look like. So instead of thinking of all the things you need to do, decide what two or three outcomes you want to accomplish, experience, and then align the tasks and calendar to these outcomes. Uh, it's a subtle but important difference. And if you've never done this, then talk to a pastor who has. Get some help. Talk to a coach. Get some coaching because it goes a long way in helping you clarify what's most important. Number seven, make appointments with yourself. What? Yeah. Most people's calendars are filled with appointments with other people's priorities. Make sure you block out time to work on your priorities, on the things that you need to work on, or even more importantly sometimes, things that you want to work on, often for the benefit of the church, often for your own personal growth and journey. Protect time on your calendar for these important moments, these important meetings. Number eight, go home. At the end of the day, go home. The work will still be there tomorrow. Nothing bad will usually happen between now and then. And it's the same thing for the end of the week. There comes a time where it is just time to stop and to go home. Number nine, be careful with wasted time at work. Without intentionality, you can spend an entire day responding to emails and messaging people on social media. Yeah, yeah. I'm talking to you, uh, those of you who love to be on Facebook, to love to be on social media, who love to quote everybody and anybody. Uh, stop. Schedule some time uh, at the beginning or at the end, or maybe even both of the day to handle email. Give yourself 30 minutes to engage on social channels. Keep these tasks together and then focus on them during those times, and then don't worry about them for the rest of the day. It's amazing what you will accomplish. I know, you don't like that one. Number 10, work through the Eisenhower, Eisenhower decision matrix. I found this the other day, found it helpful. Uh, it's a funny name, but I think it's a powerful exercise. It's a four box grid that can help you intentionally design your calendar. Uh, you can, 
uh, find uh, really more details as, as well as a printable template online. But the bottom line is this. There's four, uh, four areas in the grid. One is the important and urgent. Do it. The important and not urgent. Schedule it. The unimportant but urgent. Delegate it. And the unimportant and not urgent. Forget about it. Drop it. Number 11, uh, make templates because oftentimes as pastors, we find ourselves in engaging in repeatable tasks. And I have found that making a checklist uh, or creating a template is helpful in saving some time and reinventing kind of how I want to organize that task, uh, that project. If you do it the same way in the same order each time, you'll save some time. Number 12, manage your energy, not just your schedule. The best books I have ever read on this are The Power of Full Engagement by Jim Lohr and Tony Schwartz and The Corporate Athlete by Jack Grapple. Great books. They're, you know, 20 years old, maybe 15 years old now, but they're fantastic because they help you make sure you know when you're most productive. And what's helpful is as much as you can, you should align your schedule when you feel most productive, like I mentioned earlier. And if it's in the morning, use that time for your real work and push your meetings into the afternoon. Uh, remember, activity is not the same as productivity. You can check off a lot of tasks and still not accomplish anything of value. Make sure you know the difference. Number 13, take control of your phone. You aren't required to have every social media app on your phone. And all those notifications, they can be disabled, you know. The phone's a great tool, but it's also a colossal time waster for most of us. So take control of your phone. And then number 14, book a guest speaker and get ahead. Invite someone to come and preach uh, for no other reason than getting ahead a week. Uh, planning, being able to use that time for planning and preparation. These 14 ideas, I hope, are ones you will ponder and consider. Hopefully, some of them will work for you. And don't forget, you are doing a very important work. And I want you to stay in ministry for a long time. This means creating boundaries and working strategically. Thanks again for joining me today. I want to invite you to join me next week for uh, the next <laughs> pastor's uh, biggest challenge and uh, to invite others and to let others know of course that this resource exists and if you want to contact me if you want to ask a question or suggest a topic you can email me at the pastors coach at hotmail.com that's the pastors coach at hotmail.com again thanks for joining me have a great week <laughs>